I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by the most divisive cast member from this year's Love Island, but certainly one of my favourites. It's Phil Winter, everybody. Oh, divisive! What is this word? It means you divided opinions, Phil. How do you feel about that? I thought that was the word diverse. (laughs) (laughs) We can call you diverse if you want, but I would go with divisive and I I think... Oh, I'm going to take your word for it. Good, I'm pleased. I do have a degree. I haven't used the cunt, but I have got one. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, so I am talentless. But you honestly, mate, like I have to give you a credit where credit's due. Like, so many scenes from this year's series stick out to me, and it's because of things you did. Like, you know, when like the new girls came in, and all the lasses are like hanging over watching the lads, like, oh god, she's so pretty, and oh my god, what they're saying, and what's she doing, and you were sitting filing your nails. I couldn't have fangirled you any harder. I was like, no, I love that for her. She is an unproblematic queen. She's unbothered. I love that. Unproblematic, huh? It was early doors, fake, is a break. We liked you in the early days, mate. <laughs> no, I liked you all the way through, babe. I've already said, super soft spot. <laughs> Sorry, I just really wanted you to butter me up some more. <laughs> I wanted to hear it again. Um, come to the right place. I do a lot of sucking off here on the podcast. Oh. I do love me guests. <laughs> Um, I honestly, so I was just seeing in the break, and guys, you missed it, so I'll repeat it for you all. I was just in front on the red carpet of Fee and Teddy at this year's NTAs, and like, I'm really conscious, like, oh god, I've been in this industry 10 years, I should be cooler, but I'm not cool. And every time I like meet, especially Love Islanders, because god, oh, you are just, it's such a huge reality TV juggernaut, and I sit and watch it like with my with with my snacks and my fella, like everybody else. And even though I said I wasn't going to get addicted this summer, I still got addicted. So yes, yeah, so when I seen you on the red carpet, I was like, oh god, like I want to say something. You looked incredible, oh, unbelievable, and t- honestly, I've got to say, this fuck Teddy is fucking something else, mate. Any he? he is so He's so fit. fit. So I literally fit. wanted to like, walk just down the carpet in front of him, just like. And ladies Just and gentlemen, giving him a clap. Yeah, here he is. Is the lad himself? He is fit. Like I've never once. I've never worked, like. He wakes up in the morning fit. He's tired. Looks fit. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this to me? Why? I'm like constantly on him. I'm like a dog on heat around him. It's disgusting. Oh, that's the honeymoon period, mate. Honestly, wait, that'll die off. Have you seen it? That honeymoon period is never going anywhere. I thought that about Erkan and all. He's a lovely bit of kit. I'm three years in now and he's got to beg for a blowy poor thing. <laughs> oh, at the moment, I'm like that. Teddy, want it? Yeah, good. <laughs> Just walking around like, oh, 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 all the time. I actually am. I don't know. I don't know why we're, why we're talking about We're in the car and I'm like, want a quick handy, yeah? Want a 14 quick again. <laughs> I'm so- But, like, honestly, I don't blame him. He's so handsome. And, like, more than that, like, there's this... 
And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it all stop me now, which I know you oh, hate. But go on he's then. He's got this energy fear, hasn't he? Oh, it's, he's just you. You're around him, and you feel good. Like yeah. he, he, he lets he like just makes you feel amazing. It's calming, just, isn't it? He's so calming. Yeah. Like I'll ring him, and I'll like be a bit hyped up about something, um, and he'll just literally like flip on his head, and I'll yeah. be like, okay, hadn't thought of it like that. But now I can mention it. Do you know what? I'm a bit calmer. Like it's so, it's really bizarre. My mum and dad are like, I never thought we'd see this side of you. It's a bit weird. <laughs> but he Who is, is this person. It's so lovely that he's bringing out all those nice things in you because I'm very similar. Like I can get hit very easy. My instant reaction is always to be dramatic. Like everything's the end of the world. I'm a bit chicken littley. The sky is always falling. But like with Erkan, like he's like, sorry, right, babe. Well, he's the same and I didn't realise I needed someone like that until I had someone like yeah. that you know all my past boyfriends like very toxically masculine like very um, <clears throat> very kind of like matched my energy in loads of ways and subsequently it was fireworks it would always be quite intense yeah. and, and quite and argumentative but with Erkan like I actually really struggled to argue with him like because he's so chilled and I'm a bit tempting. like oh and I have this theory right so about couples I've always been able to be like, oh, poor Vicky in relationships because I've always gone out with these really extreme dickheads because there's always got to be one dickhead in a relationship. There has to be. That's the law of the world. I don't make the rules. You I just don't think by that them. you might be the common denominator, though? No, haven't, that has never occurred no. to us <laughs> until now. But no, he, there's always one. And everyone's always like, oh, God, poor Vicky going out with that fella, you know? And, oh, God, I hope Vicky's all right. And isn't Vicky so nice? I've always been that person, you know, because everyone's like... Oh, yeah. shit, look at her boyfriend. But now that I'm going out with Erkan, who, in everybody's eyes, could never do anything wrong, I'm the dickhead by default. So now it's Can you like, imagine it? Can you yeah. imagine? Like, let's say, right, never going to happen, but Teddy cheats on me. Faithful. Do you know what? If they made him do it... I bet Faith drove him to that. I bet you should... should. Honestly, I swear. I, like, Teddy makes us go bankrupt. Facebook, but she spent all his money. I'm telling I, you. I can see it. It's, it's happening. Erkan could go away and father like 15 illegitimate children, right? And I'm telling you right now, everybody would be sitting there going, poor Erkan. She bet you should never shag them. Like, I bet you it'd be my fault. I'm telling you. And I feel like you are, this is unfor- This is the unfortunate this is side of going out with someone as nice as Teddy, as nice as Erkan. We are the dickheads by default, we, friends. I know I've been a dickhead my whole life, so we're all fine. I think mean, it actually happened when I was doing my audition for Love Island. And I was like, right, so I've been out with this, that, the other. I've dated this, that, the other. Like, they're all arseholes. And I literally sat there and I was like, hmm. Maybe it's me. Maybe I am the common denominator. Who knows? I mean, I don't want to admit to it, but actually, maybe I am the problem. <laughs> nah, it takes two to tango, last trust us. And it does sound as though you've found, like, the yin to your yang. So oh, a million percent. He's incredible. He is absolutely incredible. And he's going from strength to strength since you've left the villa. I know, like, couples tend to move very fast when they come out. Yeah. Um, and I completely understand. Like, that intense environment is like a pressure cooker. And it often acts for catalysts for relationships. Like, look at even things like, you know, Big Brother in the jungle, yeah. and who will ever forget? Like Peter Andre and Katie Price, like that. You know, oh. iconic. But like these relationships, like they form so quickly because you go through something that not a lot of people can yeah. understand. So I get it. But are you trying to keep measured? Are you trying to say like, oh God, let's chill, let's let's take things at a pace? Are you just like, fuck this, put a baby in us? 
Oh, pre- are you pregnant right now? Have you seen her the fucking kid? No. <laughs> No, that challenge any... was brilliant. No, Did you, I... you hid in the cupboard, didn't you? I hated it. So you don't understand. It cried every twenty seconds. It, it I didn't. Cr- I never asked for it. I didn't want it. I've got a coil fitted for five years, hun. There's nothing touching this shit. Um, <laughs> honest to God, I couldn't think of anything worse. And I've always said to my mum, like. I, ever since like a young age I have kids I am dropping it at her doorstep on the, on the second day and I'll pick it up when it doesn't look like a potato I hate it not the usual maternal instincts going on there we're going to we're going to take a breath on that front but yeah. I'm going to say but after, like, I, I always say said it she had a baby <laughs> you would have very good looking children I'm not saying that's a reason to do it like, but they would be genetically blessed oh that well I don't know about genetic no um, but no I feel like he's you know he's amazing and no we're not you know we are trying to as well strip we are trying to strip back a bit and have like a normal relationship you've got to think the challenges we overcame in the villa those challenges that we overcame in eight weeks most couples don't even overcome in a year it's six like, to eight it's, it's a six to twelve months shit isn't it yeah like, that's, like, yeah out of the honeymoon period it's weird like yeah. Did I ever think, like, I normally I'm not being funny, I don't really, I don't like staying over a lad's house until we've been, like, dating a few months, like, I find it a bit weird, like, yeah. it's all a bit strange, um, like, literally first night, couple up together, like, alright, welcome to my sack, welcome to my I know, like, it's mad, it's, isn't it? It is mad, and then, you know, so we've come out and we are finding a place together, we, fingers crossed we have good news this week, um, but as well, you know, fingers crossed. Um, but at the same time, I do need to be down in Devon quite a lot at the moment. So, you know, and he will have, he'll be in the house and I'll be between the two, but it'll be our base. Right. So he's Manchester based, you're Devon based. Are you looking London for work and everything? Just outside London. Um, all I'll say is like M4 route. So it's easy for me to jump on M4 and get down to Devon. Oh, you said loads of roady things. I don't drive. So I didn't, that went straight. You don't drive? Nah, honestly, how bad am I? So when everyone was learning, I like when they were like sixteen to eighteen, I was very drunk, and then how how did you get around? So I get on the train quite a lot. Erkan drives. I also have a driver. Um, oh, of course, also, a driver. Yeah, like enough. to take him to London, please. <laughs> no, it's only, it's only because I can't get Milo in normal cars anymore. Like, Uber's turn up and they're like, I'm not taking that horse with you. And I'm like, I swear he's a puppy. Um, so, yeah, so that's the only reason for that. But I'm, I am trying to learn. I do want my independence before I'm Have you? Um, yeah, well, you know, if I was approaching... <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> I tried to learn. Well, I tried to learn, and my driving style was described as highly unpredictable and very dangerous. I was quite. Oh, like my personality. <laughs> right, so living just outside of London, I love that. That's yeah. where we've picked. You get a little bit more for your money there as well. I wanted to say, I mean, you're, not many people must know this about you, but your previous job, which you absolutely loved, was like yeah. a lettings agent. Is that helping with the house hunt, all those skills? Oh, it's so weird being on like, the other side of things. Yeah. So I'll be like, I'll ask a question, but then I answer it for them. <laughs> Don't know if you know, but I used to do this for a living. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, where do you register the deposit? Is it in the DPS for my deposits? <laughs> They're like, okay, you're weird. Um, or I'll be like, okay, so um, what? How big is this room again? I forgot. Oh, don't worry, I've got my I've got my laser tape measure. <laughs> just, 
<laughs> oh mate but so do you still miss the old job or are you just so super content and super rushed oh. off your feet with the new one I miss it I do miss it because I've done it for 10 years like oh, I love it like mm. it, for me as well like it's just second it and in the company I worked for was amazing I went out for drinks on Friday night you know like they, they're amazing and for me like it, not very many people in this world can say they love going to work and they enjoy going to work but I really did like it wasn't and that's why for me it wasn't even a question that's why I went on a sabbatical because yeah, rather I than leaving always have gone back if like you know if this didn't work out and my job would like, well, have you back in a heartbeat like you know, I mean, I hate to blow my own trumpet, but I was top letting agent in excess. So. I was just going to say, I bet you this felt ace for the Eskimos, could you? Uh, I mean, I'll give it a damn good shot. If they don't sell it, then they'll end up under the ice. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like to say no to you either. <laughs> I was say, because Teddy's a, was a salesman as well previous, mm-hmm. and he's, I'm always like, I am a better salesman than you, and he's always like, oh, a million percent. There's no, there's no point about, there's no point in argument. I always say, he asks a lot of questions, like, I'll be like, Teddy, oh, I'm like, I'm going to go get a drink. He'll be like, why? I'll be like, because I am. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go and put the dog in the car. Why? I'm going for a dog walk. Why? Where are you going? He asked a lot. And for me, that's quite good because I'm just so like bull in a china shop mm-hmm. that I'm just like running around Yarrow Abbott. And I've yeah, kind of yeah. done that with the houses. So he was quite good being there like, okay, he's so asking like very good questions. Yeah, okay. But then there was one time he was like, oh, I'm just going to knock on the walls. And I was like, no, you're not. I said, like, knock <laughs> on the wall and I'll knock on your head because you're not... <laughs> I hate it when men go around properties. Toxic, yeah. Oh. I'm like, what are you knocking for? Are you a surveyor? No. Do you know what you're knocking for? Is this, no. Is this a Lord Baron? Is this one of them? Oh, mate. Copper pipes, are No, I can't cope. Toxically masculine. It drives me mental and something and happens to them. Do not knock on those walls. Like that. And he went in and he was like this. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> We're not living here. Erkan's favourite and like I do love him for it afterwards but in the heat of the moment I die inside it's like is that the best price like every time babe, when we were house hunting like is this the best price then and I'm like fucking on the telly just pay them what they want like I get so embarrassed and obviously he's like do you reckon we can negotiate the price I was like no it's like I've still got access to like um, the back end of like right moving Zoopla so yeah. I can see like what people paid for it the last time it was rented Ooh, going into rented. secret so, squirrel i love it <laughs> so then i go back with like my like, i'm like no don't ask the question of oh can we get it any cheaper we go in with facts i'm going in with a fact finder this is what's <laughs> rented in the area this is what we rented it for last time that's my fucking offer take yeah. it or leave it Listen, you can't you can't outschool me. I've done my research. I like that. You've obviously got very different approaches to even whether it's like house hunting or life yeah. or whatever. I'm so but I do just think it complements you, and it's probably why the relationship is working so well. I've read that there is going to be like a race to the altar between you and Teddy and Chloe and Toby. I, like everything's going great. Are you as serious as that? Oh, I, you know, I. Was it a I bit tongue in cheek? You know, I'm not, no, I hate to bring the aging up again. Sorry, Vicky. But no, I'm don't 26. worry about it. I think to myself, you know, I'm not in this for shits and giggles anymore. Like, but I, I always say you're either dating to get married or you're dating for heartbreak. Yeah. You know, and and I'm I think definitely not dating for fucking heartbreak because he nah. will rip my heart out rip it in two and then spit on it if he breaks up with me oh no I don't so think he's got, it, he's got it in him baby hasn't he's not that type of fella oh well let's hope not eh? I've got everything on his sake oh, I'm predominantly for Teddy's sake but <laughs> I'm just thinking like he's a long haul me babe I really am 
Yeah, I can't see, I can't, there's nothing I can fault with him right now. And like, you know, mm. since we've had our massive blowout, we've not had an argument. We, weird I know, I, I don't know if it's because he just doesn't like, uh, we just don't get to a point of an argument. Like, he just laughs at me. Even if I start like getting a bit irate, he just starts laughing and then I start laughing and then we're both just laughing. I'm like, well, what's going on? <laughs> diffused. He's a diffuser. I he like is. That. He's Very amazing. Sneaky. We're not, we're, fiery girls like me and you, we need a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, we do. We actually do. And I didn't realise how much until I met him. Honestly, it's scary how much they bring to your life when you find a good one. Don't let them hear that. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, so I know that the relationship's going well. I want to know what's next for you, feel like in terms of your career and your job. And do you have goals, ambitions? Was Is there, I know you didn't have any idea what you wanted when yeah. you were going in there, but now you're out and you can see the potential. Is there anything you'd really love to do? So everything I'm doing is what I am, I'm passionate about. You know, I'm not going to move away from what I'm passionate about. You know, I never went in there to chase any deals, to do anything like that. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I have something coming out this week, next week. Um, And then I've got a really exciting project coming up, which I am really buzzed for. Um, But it's all authentic to me. And that's all I can say. It's all going to be what I love, what I adore and what I believe in. Um, You know, know, I've come out of the villa and I'm probably the biggest pain in the ass for my management because things come to me and I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. It doesn't make sense for me. I, I I don't want to put my face to that or... I wouldn't wear that. That's not my collection. I haven't chosen that. I'm not doing it. Um, so they're probably thinking, "Fucking out! Does this girl ever want to get paid?" <laughs> we've got, but, we've got such a workshop. I love Islander here, guys. <laughs> but I just think like I've got such a platform now. Yeah. Like, why would I come out and do the same as everyone else? That isn't my passion. It doesn't make sense. I think, like, listening to you talk, it's very hard for me not to want to patronise you because I don't want to say, oh, my God, you're just so wise for your age because that's horrific. I hate when people say things like that to me, but I mean it as such a compliment for you. Like, if I could have had half the head that you've got on your shoulders when I first started doing everything, like, my life would have been a lot easier, like, the path Mm -hmm. I've chosen. I love where I am now and being a butterfly effect believer, like, I can't change anything. But, you know, you're so right. When I came out the jungle, it was Rylan once gave me some brilliant advice, right? He said, it's more important what you say no to than what you say yes to he says you'll be so tempted to say yes to everything that comes your way especially when there's big flashy like price tags on everything and he went but 
be be aware that when you say yes to something you are saying no to something else so if I'd said yeah like I did it at the time I said yes to everything because I was like oh my god I'm in demand and it's so nice like especially coming from Jodie Shaw it was a completely different audience for you wasn't it totally mate and you know I'd been very divisive in Jodie Shaw and controversial people weren't dying for me to wear their clothes and they weren't wanting me to promote their fake tan you know it was it was weird probably because I was bright orange you know which is not a desirable colour in retrospect but like yeah you know I don't think I'm going to be getting it. many people come to me wanting to do my lip filler but you know. <laughs> it works for us hon you know we can't please what? everyone I'm not trying to get them dissolved actually I'm going to say I like them but I am having to have them dissolved shit are you, are you? oh yeah because when we did snog marry pie the, mm-hmm. the challenge Aaron pied me really hard mm-hmm. I, don't actually, I could actually show you on the camera and I've got a mouth a massive filler lump there oh fear she, I know. So what are you going to do, mate? Are you going to have them dissolved and a little bit put in? Are you going to go dissolved and straight away back to what you are now? What do you feel like? I'm going to have them dissolved and then I'm going to have... And I'm going to have it put back in. Um, yeah. But we're going to do like a different technique, I hope. So they won't be so out. But naturally, I do have paper cut thin lips. So, you know, they're always going to be... Now, I like a big lip. I don't give a shit. I like it. So, you know what? So, if I like it, I'm having it. Honestly, hon, like I think... What is lovely about you is, like, you are really content with who you are and really, you just, like, this is me, this is what I want. And I think that's super important, especially in the industry you're in now. And, oh, God, in the world we're all in with social media. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as you know what you like and you stick to your guns, fucking good for you. Yeah, I just think to myself, you know, what I'm doing, if I shy away from what I've done and what what I'm doing to myself, there's there's an element of embarrassment there that I'm doing Mm -hmm. it. I'm not embarrassed by anything that I bloody do. So take it or leave it. If you don't like it, don't come, don't watch me. Don't see what I'm doing. Don't care. That brings me so fucking nicely on to every time I have a, go- a gorgeous guest on, um, we try to give our lovely listeners a bit of a takeaway. Um, it just so they don't feel like they've just listened to me talk shite for an hour and they've learned something. Um, our generation is, and I'm sorry I've lumped you in with that, you're clearly 10 years younger, but we are all so obsessed with what everyone thinks about what, and like doing things right and not upsetting everybody. And you know, like, Every time I put a post up on Instagram, I'm like, oh God, is that going to be well received? And like, I lie in bed at night thinking like, did I put a kiss on that message? Is that person mad at me? Like, I refuse to let myself forget any of my mistakes. And subsequently, right, I just think we live a bit of a half life, always worried about what other people think. There's something really special about you, mate. And you just embrace who you are. And even if you have got a grazed knee or a bit of a mistake or a speed bump along the way, you forgive yourself. You learn from it. You grow. And I think that's super important. And a lot of people could learn from you. I want to know what your secret is to learning to forgive yourself. It's mad, isn't it? Because my mistakes have been played out in oh, front of the It's the not nation. normal. It's not you know, normal. It Let's have it right. But... If that's on TV, if that's out in public, or if that's behind closed doors, regardless of what your mistakes are, we all make them. Yeah. We all make mistakes. We're human. How boring would our lives be? And how many opportunities wouldn't be there for us if uh, if other people didn't make mistakes? Yeah. You know, it, it is natural, unfortunately. Um, we aren't here to be superhuman. It would be fucking boring if we were. So dull. You know, like, actually... So what? You know, if you've said the wrong thing, you've done wrong, you can always say sorry and you can always learn from it. Yeah. And that's the big thing. You need to know that if you've made these mistakes, it's it's not a mistake if you learn from it. Yeah. 
that's it and that's it and like you're so oh god you're so right and again I'm fucking sounding like I'm patronising you like your grandma I don't mean to but you're just wise beyond your years for in, in, a, lot, in a lot of respects like, do you know what I'm actually a lot older than I, than I told everyone I just got fat loads of Botox <laughs> Faith's actually my age we're having a joint 40 yeah. this will be on the Daily Mail tomorrow great <laughs> get on this I'm not 995 guys just say no <laughs> Get on this. This is the worst thing I've ever done to Erkan. So, right, he is 28, just turned. But, like, everyone... You, Cougar, I love... Well, before Teddy, Cougarville was a thing. Cougarville's a thing. Such a Cougar. But, like, everyone just assumed when we first started going out, like, oh, God, because it's three years, they were like, he can't be 25 if she's 31. Like, that's can't be right. He must be 35. So they just started reporting that he was 35 when we first started going out, right? And I liked it, and I also knew it wound him up, so I just didn't correct them he's now 38 in the press and he hates it every time and i just don't correct anybody i'll let it go <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though, like, if you're happy you're happy but that's another thing such a stigma and i went on long island there's a stigma about that shit who made this stigma who are you i want to know who you are that made the stigma that us lovely women can't go out with a younger man i'm gonna oh, say i'm gonna say weird old bald men I'm going to put it out there. We had all yeah. golfing. It actually is, yeah. Oh, it is. It is unfortunately sixty-year-old women, and it like it, they've got nothing else to do. Nice. It is. <laughs> Sorry, Faith, it's been such a pleasure having you on today, mate. I absolutely love you, and Aww. I've got me fingers crossed for everything for the, the house coming off for your lovely new project. And if you ever need like any any help or anybody any promoting on Insta, you know where I am. I want you to do well. We all heard it here first, guys. If I um, do something and she doesn't promote it, then. I'm coming for her. <laughs> I'm no, such you're a girl amazing. Girl. I want you to smash it. Thank you so much. Mate. You're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, everybody, that was the firecracker herself, Fear Winter. Whoo! She was everything I hoped she'd be and more. Sassy, strong, opinionated, funny. I feel like a young Vicky Patterson. <laughs> Anyway, guys, if you loved this week's episode, please do all of the normal podcasty things. Tell your mates about it. Leave reviews. Do all of the things that allow us to keep making it because I am really loving watching this podcast grow. Have a great week, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.